Welcome, everybody, to episode three of the Furthest From Perfect podcast. Everybody knows who I am. I'm Lance, because you're on my fucking channel. And this is my co-host, Steven. Yes, that is I, co-host. I don't think we'll ever have an intro, if I'm being honest. I I mean, I think at this point, it's kind of just made us who we are. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to have one. I told you I hate that shit. I hate the fucking... Like, I wanted to do something short and small, maybe, but I don't think we'll ever get one. Oof. I think we'll just keep that joke running. I need a haircut so goddamn bad, dude. Holy shit. You and me both, bro. You and me both. Well, I didn't realize it because I haven't cut my hair or shaved or trimmed my beard since the wedding. And Oof. that was the beginning of November. It is now the end of uh, January. Yeah. When I did my last skit, I have this hat that I wear sometimes and I look super Amish because of my beard right now are you talking about that like top hat looking thing yeah oh yep hilarious i look super amish like i am just ready to go outside and build a fucking barn <laughs> i i don't know i i looked at it and i was like oh oh boy i really need i really need to get this taken care of i should be getting it done this week though but i don't know i just hate paying for haircuts dude i don't blame you man uh that's why i go to dana and get it done for free sometimes 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 yeah why only sometimes uh because lately i've gone to just like great clips like literally right across the parking lot because uh the last one was for uh the funeral actually scratch that i won't say sometimes it's only been one time and i haven't got my hair cut since um but it was for the funeral and obviously i had to get like look presentable for that um but I need to schedule appointment here soon. Especially my facial hair. I don't know what I want to do with my facial hair, man. I'm getting like mixed results, but like you and I have always talked about it. I hate my facial hair. <laughs> mixed I hate results. it. I think it comes in gross. <laughs> I think like but uh I've got some like beard oil now and I've been trying that. Like if I can grow it in like on the sides a little bit more thick, like uh maybe then like I would I would try it out more, but uh, that's not the case. So yeah, we asked um, and then, like, two thousand people to react to your facial then, hair. <laughs> yeah, and then like my hair, like I, I'm, I'm like I'm over like the comb over look. So like I've been trying to figure out like what I want to do. Uh, I hate that you call it, it the comb over look because it's what it is, bro. I know, but I hate that it's called that because a comb over is like a bald dude that's trying to cover up his bald spot. That's what a yeah, comb over right. is. It. I, I can either call it that or I can call it the, the fuckboy. Like, the all the fuckboys have it, bro. I can, it's the Chad haircut. It you know is, what yeah. I mean? You're the, like, you're, you're Thad. Yeah. <laughs> That's He's, you. You're Thad, fucking sun's out, guns out, natty drinking motherfucker. Yeah, dude, all I'm missing, I'm like one pair of Oakleys away from a rager, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, so what do you do with your hair? You just, like, going full, like, buzz cut or something? Like, what are you doing with I, it? Like I said, I, I don't know, right? And that's where I'm stuck at. I'm still stuck in that lull of I don't know. Just mohawk it and call it good. Right. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, just full-blown um, full blown mohawk. You know what I mean? Just Mad Max that shit and just call it good. Yeah, and just be done with it. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's what I might do because I don't have a wedding anymore, so... I might just do some stupid shit with my hair and call it good. I might mullet my shit. I got enough in the back now. I can get me a nice little mullet going. Get that Theo Vaughn going. 
Oh, man. Yeah. Rocking that hard mullet. He cracks me up when he talks about it, too. Because he's like... <laughs> you got to watch it when you turn your head. You whip somebody with it. <laughs> like, the way he talks cracks me the fuck up. He says yeah, he... some ignorant shit, dude, but it's funny as hell. Well, like, what's funny is I remember watching him when he was on... Um either real world or road rules i can't remember which one it was he was like on, I watched, he was on a reality tv show wasn't he y- yeah so let me see because uh, i remember watching I him uh the miz on wwe he was on the I same know he show was on, um he was on a, a some comic show too i thought i could be right Probably about the last that comic standing but i thought he was on like something else as well where it was like a bunch of comics but i don't know if it was uh what was that old show that they used to do? Was it was it Last Comic Standing or whatever the fuck it was? Was he on that? Um, I don't know. He wasn't because I'm looking it up right now. But no, um, dude. Let me see. Fucking spam caller. Yeah, he man. was. He was in Road Rules and Real World. Uh, Jesus Christ. The challenges what back in 2000. Fuck off, uh, bank. Did he? <laughs> Fucking. You know how uh, Chase charges you to have an account with him? Yeah, it's so stupid. Um, the, the, the comedy show he was on was literally called Steve, the comedy shot show. Yeah. Oh boy. Oof. What happened? Big salty. Uh, when I was typing in Theo Vaughn, like, so it's, it's only been like 30 seconds, but, uh, the, the V, uh, (laughs) I was like, dude, did I disconnect from the discord call or something? No. So, so everyone's going to be seeing me talking to myself. I was literally answering all your questions too. I was answering all your questions. Um, I was like, bro, I, I, I thought, I thought we like disconnected from Discord or something. No, maybe no, fucking no. Jackson fell and shit his pants. I don't, I didn't know no, what happened. Literally, like, it's it's that is only the mute button for my Discord. Uh, yeah. So, but no, Theo Vaughn uh, was in Real World and Road Rules back in two thousand, um, and then the comedy show you were talking about is literally called the Comedy Sideshow. Oh, okay. That's what it. Yep. Okay, that's what it was. Fucking. I should probably keep Discord open so that way I can see whenever you mute your mic. That shit was. Fucking... No, it, well, like I, I'm rarely ever <laughs> typing, right? So it's it's V because like I put V there because like what's what is V used for? Anything ever, right? Melee like, in every shooter ever. If you've ever played an FPS, it's always defaulted to V as melee, and I think it's because people hit it with their thumb. But I don't do that because I don't do that either. I'm not a bitch. I'm not a little bitch. But you've just been playing WoW. I would talk to you about other games that you've been playing. Oh, no, you played DBZ, right? Yeah, I've still been playing it. Um, I haven't played as much of it as I would like because I'm trying to play it with Jackson, right? But he, you know how he gets so sidetracked with games. He'll be so into something, and then he doesn't care if he ever plays it again. So I'm about to just start playing it by myself because I'm honestly just... I the the game looks so much fun and I have a lot of fun playing it, but Jackson just definitely just doesn't play it. Um, that and uh, I think we spoke about it last week of all the games I'm excited for. Um, there's a lot of games, a lot of games I'm super super excited for. What there was a game? I might just need to get on Steam and look at it. But I feel like there's a there's a big launch coming up soon. I know Cyberpunk got pushed back, but. I know. I think there was a big launch soon that I was like actually excited for. I could be wrong though. Ooh, you're excited for a launch? What? 
I, I get like excited. That doesn't mean I'm going to buy it. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't mean I'm going to buy it. But I'm excited for games. I'm always excited for games. I like watching shit. But, you know, it's just... Uh. Yeah, Cy- Cyberpunk's the definitely the, the, the big one everyone's waiting for. But I am waiting for Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII that is something I've been asking too, right? for. Yeah. Well, so all of them got pushed back. Yeah. Except Resident Evil um, Three Remake, which I'm super excited for that one too. That's been that's the big one that Jackson is. Um, that might be the one uh, I'm thinking of then. That's like waiting to wrap his teeth in. No, I, I don't know. I'm excited for games. I just have so many games. It's hard for me to get excited for games now. Like I, you know, fucking Uncharted's on PlayStation Plus, so of course I downloaded that. I got Uncharted One through Three, and those are good games. I well, I played so scratch that. Um, I played the first one, and I've always bought um, the other ones because I felt like your newest skit about the Steam games was a direct attack against me. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to lay that out there. Um, I do find offense in that, and I feel heavily insulted because it's that comment that you made where you were like, "You should." it doesn't matter. You're going you're gonna to buy it, and then you're not going to install yeah. like the other 300 games you're, you have. You're not going to install any of the shit And I was anyway. like, oh, <laughs> you're not gonna yikes. Do it. Yeah, that was... He no, I yeah, verbally I do. attacked me. Uh, I it was. It was a I had you in mind whenever I did that. Definitely. That fucking but it's so true though. Like it was funny. I didn't expect that one to do as well. Like I always have a sense of what's gonna do well on Twitter. Um in terms of numbers. Like something surprised me, like the 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 camera one, like when, when games don't let you control the camera, that one did like like 15,000 likes or some stupid shit on Twitter. Like it, it went around on Twitter and I was like, what the fuck? Like why? I didn't expect that at all. I, I just, I, I post them there just to, you know, whatever. Like obviously the, the Twitch ones tend to do a lot better because a lot of Twitch streamers just live on Twitter. So a lot of people relate to it really hard whenever it's on Twitch. And I have a big following from, of Twitch streamers and Twitch viewers and people that are around that community. So obviously those do really well. But, uh, but that one, yeah, apparently a lot of people really, uh, I don't. I couldn't tell if people if people liked it or if a lot of people were like, "This is fucking bullshit." Like, you know, they're kind of like mad about it. Over the oh, they were mad because they. I I think that's you spoke to so many different people in that uh, because I feel like everyone does that, right? Yeah. There's that oh, yeah. game that they they always tell themselves like, "Oh, I'll get it when it's on sale," and then it's on sale, but then like, are you ever really gonna play it? Right? Like, so hold on, let me let me pull it up right now. Like, what's a you know a lot of the games that are in my Steam library. Like, what would you say was probably the most pointless purchase that I've made? Arma, if you have it. Did you ever buy that? Arma was a pretty pointless one. Of course I bought Arma. Yeah. It was I was sale. excited for Arma 3 whenever it was, like, getting popular. Like, whenever roleplay was, like, big in it and shit. I was like, oh, dude, this game looks so fucking cool. Like, all this stuff. And I waited on it to go on sale. It went on sale one day, and I got the shit. And then... Like, I don't think I, I think I loaded it up and then didn't understand how to play or something and then just never booted it up again. But I told you this before the podcast, like a lot of the shit, a lot of the shit that I play is all just based on what I stream because I don't have a lot of time to just play shit. Like I still do. Like last night I, I fucking played uh graveyard keeper just chilling like, but I didn't stream it and but like a lot of my time gaming is taken up by streaming so and i, I was like i'm never gonna stream this i'm just not so it's was, it was just one of those deals i think 
No, I, I definitely feel it. I'm logging in my Steam library right now. Because there was one that I think, like, you tried so heavily to, like, hey, don't buy that, don't buy that, don't buy that, and I bought it anyway. There's a few things. I, I think like, you always go for bundles. Every time, you always get wrapped up by bundles. You're like, there's 700 items in this bundle, and they're all, like, cosmetic DLC for Saints Row or some shit, and you you just yeah. want it. <laughs> it's just like, I need it. I have yeah. to I have to put in my credit card number. <laughs> yeah, so let's see. So I've got 462 games. Um, 462, damn. Uh, the Worms uh, bundle pack was pretty pointless to buy. Um, the Worms, really? You bought Worms? Yeah, Worms, Worms Armageddon, Worms Blast, Worms Clans War, Worms Crazy Golf, Worms Pinball, Worms Reloaded, Worms Revolution, Worms Ultimate Mayhem, Worms WMB. Yeah, that one. That's was, concerning uh, how many games there are for fucking... Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Um. Uh, the Sniper Elite games, those were cool, but are they? I hear they are cool. Never played them, but I've got all three of them. <laughs> God, wait, no, there's a fourth one now. I think. Oh yeah, so you don't. Yeah, have I've all got of them. Sniper Elite. You better go uh, buy the fourth Elite one. Two, Sniper Elite Three, uh, Red Faction. That was that. That is the most pointless game I've bought. The I, whole Red Faction bundle. I played Red Faction on console. Yep, so did I, and that's why I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be so much, so so cool." <laughs> nope, never installed it. That that is probably if I have to think of a series that I bought, it's Red Faction because I bought it with, like, and I don't have a tie to it, right? Like, I don't have, I don't have a dog in that fight. Like, I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I've never been like, "Yo, show me memories." Like, I played it before. I was like, "Hey, it was cool." You're not passionate but, about like, Red Faction? What? Um, Deus Ex was another pretty stupid one, but at least that those ones are at least worth worth playing. Like going back, they're to fun. Play. I haven't played all of them, but uh, uh, Human Revolution, I think. Um, I think so what you're cool. saying is you want to do a 18 hour Civ stream? God, that I'm that's still a game that I'm glad I didn't buy was Civ Six. I know it came with like a humble bundle one month, and people were like, "Oh, you don't have Civ Six? It came in humble bundle." Because every time a game comes in humble bundle, people are shocked that you don't have it. But right. I don't run my humble bundle every time. I usually just wait. Like I don't, I don't up that shit. You know, months out, I, I just fucking, I'll, I'll be like, "Oh shit, it's in humble bundle this month. I'll fucking buy it." Twelve bucks. Right. I'm down. Yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. I made a lot of stupid choices. But yeah. hey, you live and you learn, right? Well, I mean, like it, it hit me too because I have almost every Assassin's Creed um, on PC, mm -hmm. um, except for I don't have the very first one, and I don't have the newest one. So I don't have Odyssey, even though Odyssey was on a mad sale the other day, and I almost bought it because people said it was really good. Um, but I don't have Odyssey, and I don't have Origins, like those super new ones. But I have like all the other ones, but they're scattered. Uh, like I have some of them on Steam. And I have some of them on Uplay because Uplay does sale sometimes. And, like, Uplay even right. went through this phase where they were, like, giving away games. Like, kind of like PlayStation Plus, but, like, you just had to download them within, like, 48 hours or whatever. And so I ended up getting a bunch of games on Uplay's launcher, like, just for free. I got Far Cry. That, that weird... It was that, uh, the, the... I think it's something Dragon or something. It's like that weird, like, techno rave neon light. Far Cry. It's uh um blood uh blood uh is it blood something? Is it blood dragon? Is that or whatever the hell it is? What that's what it is. At least you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure other people know what I'm talking about. But 
Uh, I got that one for free, even though I've never fucking played it. And then I got some Assassin's Creed's, and I got uh, Crew, <laughs> the first Crew that I'm never, ever, ever gonna install, but I have it. It's just I don't know. Yeah, yeah Mike. Remember how big Mike was like into that Crew? He was like, oh, "It's gonna be like the best game ever," yeah, and oh, then. Yeah. Yeah, it most def was not. <laughs> I'm I'm not into racing games like I used to be. I used to be really big into racing games. I'm not anymore. I think it's because never. I don't give been a all that shit about cars. I don't care about cars. I've never cared about cars. But when I'm a kid, cars are more fun. I guess like the the last racing game that I was really into was Need for Speed Most Wanted, and then before that, um, it was Midnight Club Dub Edition. That was the game, though. Um, remember, did you ever play the game, uh, what was it called, Juiced? Yes, I did play that, Juiced, yeah. That game was fun. I, I remember, like, that game took up, like, a whole spring break of mine when I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, that I game, remember that game was hard. It was very hard. Um, it had, a, but it had a lot more customization in it um, that, in my opinion, made it very worth it. It was just like it wasn't as, if I remember, if I'm remembering the right game, it wasn't as arcadey as the games that I was used to. So like Midnight Club obviously is very arcadey. There's not a ton of physics in it. Like it was more about like souping up your cars and making like these luxury cars, these like race cars, and it was awesome. Right. And then obviously you have Need for Speed, which is it, Need for Speed's always been a very casual racing game to me. Like it's not on the level of like. To me, if I play, like, Forza, I don't really do as well or, like, really understand it because there's a lot of, like, world physics in that. Right. With the cars and the way you have to take turns and shit like that. So, I'm always like, let's fucking drift this corner, bitch. What's up? And, you know, running from cops and, like, crashing into donut shops to, like, make yeah, everything fall down and everything. And so, I'm just like, I don't know. I... I, I'm definitely more into the like arcadey style. Like, uh, you know, I'm a Mario Kart guy. I'm not a. I'm a Mario Kart guy. I'm a Mario Kart bitch. I'm just. I'm not. Uh, I'm not into all the other stuff. Do you even? He's, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not. I just. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Racing games, like I said, I, they're one of those things where you like you'll get it. Like I'll get it, and I'm like, yo, this is so much fun. And then like I never ever think to buy like the next one. Remember that like one little spurt I won on a couple years back where I bought like three or four racing games all in a week. <laughs> like yeah, you, I, I bought like Forza, yeah. Forza Horizon. You 100 uh, went through a phase, definitely. Yeah, like it was like what you, you and, went through a big phase. And I just don't play it anymore. Hey. Uh, did I tell you I actually um, finished off of my Marvel Steelbook collection? What do you mean you finished it off? It's 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 done. I bought the last one. Oh. Well, goddamn. Ant Man and Wasp. Ant Man and Wasp was the last one I was waiting for, and and I so, got like, it. So you have all of them now. I have all of them. I have all of these steelbooks in the exclusive, uh, all in all of its exclusivity. How do you feel? <laughs> Um, like I wasted about a thousand dollars. You don't feel completed? I mean, I do. Uh, it, it is definitely something that like was getting to my anxiety like very, very badly. Um, because once I started buying steelbooks, like I have a very bad thing with like I can't have something like incomplete. That's why like I struggle with RPG games because I got a hundred percent it. I have to. If I don't, I feel like I didn't even play. Well, you didn't right? play you casual fucking nerd. 
Anyways, uh, so like when I started buying the steel books, I was like, well, cool. I didn't buy this one. 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 So now I've had to go back and buy them. Um, cause like the only ones I bought were all the ones that are in 4k minus the Hulk. I bought the Hulk, um, in Blu-ray because it was so cheap. And then I bought the 4k movie and put the 4k movie inside the Blu-ray disc or the, 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 the case, Uh-oh. but it was like when Best Buy re-released all of, um, they re-released all of the older ones. And I was like, well, damn, now I got to go back and buy all the ones that were like the Best Buy exclusive ones, which was Thor Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, um, Black Panther, Ant-Man and Wasp, all those. Um, and those are the expensive ones because if you if you can get them um, when they come out, when they sell out, dude, those things go for like 100 bucks unsealed. So, what are you gonna buy now? Um, I don't know. Not sure. Um, I, I bought. Well, I bought the the Joker. I'm still gonna buy Steel Books. Uh, <laughs> I bought the Dragon Ball. Uh, I bought the Kakarot Collection Edition. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. I think you should uh, collect stamps. That that seems like it'd be your speed. Nah, dude. I'd peepaw. I'd. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> we went there. Just Oof. fucking get your goddamn stamp and coin collection. That coin collection would actually be pretty dope. Some of those coins are worth thousands. Every year when I was younger, my I think it was my it was my great grandpa used to get me these. Uh, it was like the the mint set of like the the coins for like I think it was like that year or whatever. But it came with like everything from. Uh, like the dime all the way up to like the dollar for that year. And I had like probably 10 of those motherfuckers. I have no idea where they are now though, since I've moved. Apparently they're worth money and I, they came in like a nice case and everything. Um, and I, I have no idea at the very least you get the face value for them. But some of those coins, like the, they're like limited edition, like dollars. You know, and and stuff like that. So some of those are apparently worth money. I have no idea where they are now. Do you remember the um, the United States uh, coin map thing? Yes. Yeah, where you put a quarter in like every state. Yeah, I remember. I was trying to collect those for a long time, but then I ended up spending it on like a bag of chips or something. <laughs> you get like you don't even get like a like a good deal. You buy like a seventeen dollar bag of Doritos at a gas station. Yeah, this is something I've been working the last couple years on, and it's gone. It is indeed gone. Never stays. I, I've i never been a collector, man. I, I thought that I wanted to collect shit at one point in my life, and then I realized that I just didn't want to do that. Like, at some point, when you're a kid and you're really into something, like, I always had those moments. I was never a kid that just, like, went away from something. Like, didn't mention it ever again or whatever, like, and just went away from it. I, like, I always had those moments as a kid when I was sitting there and I was like, I fucking hate this. Like, in my little internal voice, I was like, you know, I fucking hate this shit. No matter what it was, I would always say that to myself before I quit doing it. It wasn't like I just stopped doing it. It was just like, I really fucking hate this. I'm not going to do this anymore. And then I stopped. So, my thing was, or my thing is, I should say... Is it's not so much that like I don't collect because I do collect some stuff, but like 
for someone to be a hardcore collector, I've got to have everything of whatever specific thing it is. I struggle with that, right? Like there's like steelbook collectors that it doesn't matter what the steelbook is, they buy it because it's a steelbook, right? Like there's like pages that I was looking at trying to find the, because um, I was trying to find the, um, all the Marvel ones, like, hey, which ones do I still need and, and whatnot? And um, there's people that like will have this forum full of like every steelbook you could possibly ever have. And they're like, they had the dates of when the new ones were coming out, like what was down the pipeline. And I'm just like, yo, I don't even know what kind of socks I want to wear tomorrow. You can't. Yeah, you can't look at that stuff because that's like that's like looking up like what is possible as a dick size. And your dick is never going to be that big. So it just well, makes you feel bad whenever you look that look up that shit. And there's always been like stuff like I like to like, collect, but I wouldn't call myself a, a, a collector per se, right? Because when I think a collector, I, I like you, like I think they have every bit of everything that they're collecting, right? Yeah. Um, like steel books, I call myself like I like to collect them, but I am not a collector. No, you're a collector. Right? Uh, no. Nope. You're a collector. Uh, it's like little collector edition statues. Like I, I wouldn't call myself a collector because I only buy the games that like I like, like I enjoy. Like when I got you and I both the <clears throat> that God of War one because I was like, oh, that statue on the inside of it's cool. Like I'm, I'm really into that type of stuff. Um, but like other statues, I don't. I mean, like other collector editions, I don't care. Um, you know what you are. You are a Funko Pop collector. That's what you are. Stop. Nope. I refuse. You have I spent refuse. tens of thousands of dollars on Funko Pops, and I think we need to have a discussion. I've never bought a Funko Pop, and <laughs> I will never buy a Funko Pop. Like, ever. I will never, ever. Yeah. That was a trend I definitely missed. I don't know if it's because I just didn't want to just throw $5 away. Like, I feel like that's what I'm... That's, that's what... I, I, I don't want to shit on people's hobbies, right? But I feel like a lot of people... They buy Funko Pops and they sit on their shelf and they get dusty and they don't take care of them and then they're gonna like throw them away or something when they move or they're like they're never gonna be like oh, I'm gonna resell this like ninety five percent of people are never gonna do that they're gonna either right. give it away or they're gonna throw it away or, or or whatever you know what I mean like you're not gonna maybe you'll give it to your kid if you have one one day like you know what I mean I feel like a lot of people that bought those it's like. Like, for me, I only want, like, a select few if I was ever going to get any. Like, uh, uh, there's, like, Avatar ones where you can get, like, a little Aang and little Iroh. And, I, I yeah. like, those would be kind of cool to, like, maybe put behind me for, like, kind of a, just a, a, a set or something for me. Like, just right. as a backdrop. But I'm definitely, was, like, not into the... I missed that phase, I think. I definitely well, missed so that. Well, so they're also cool, like, if you only want, like, the... If you want just the series one, right? Like, like I know EJ um, collects just like the Dragon Ball one. Oh yeah, right. So yeah. like to me, I think that's pretty cool. Um, but no, I, I've got zero to desire to even slightly kind of um, collect Funko Pops, man. Zero desire. I always they're always appealing to me. Like I always like looking at all the little yeah, they're they're ones. cool. Like, and then like sitting there like, oh, hey, what's the next big thing that they're going to do? Right. But like, no, nah, not for me. It's like one of the best not for me. reasons to go into because like, everybody at work talks about like, like those and Amiibos 
Amiibos people like freak out about too, and I was like, it's just it's never been my thing, man. But Amiibos like, I, had a use though, didn't they? Right, like, you could put yeah, them in a game, I, right? Yep. But I just like I said, it's just, it was never my thing. I I had a very meh. They're all right. I mean, they're you know, whatever. I remember years ago, whenever Amiibos first came out, it came out with the same, or it was about the same time as, because uh, they had a, we had a special edition Yoshi one for Yoshi's, like, Woolly Island or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Um, it, it was, like, right whenever that first wave of Amiibos hit, or maybe it wasn't the first wave, but it was, like, still super popular whenever I was working customer service at Best Buy. I mm-hmm. had motherfuckers fighting over Marth. The fucking Marth amiibo, dude. Like they were trying, like Marth and uh, Sheik. They were, they were literally. We would bring the box out of the back, put it on the ground, and not even stock the shelves. And people would destroy the box to buy them. Like you had employees hiding the little Yoshi one because it was, it was specifically for like that Yoshi release. It was. I don't even remember the yeah, game. Dude, was, like I said, do people take that stuff seriously, man? Like, it was crazy, dude. Like I had moms like drop kicking teenagers and shit over a fucking piece of plastic and now people are 3d printing them which i think is hilarious uh you can like these motherfuckers that have these 3d printers they're just 3d printing like their own amiibos and then putting the little what it's like a little chip or a sensor or something on the bottom of it that like reads it in games like you can literally use it like an actual amiibo and i just think that's hilarious that is pretty funny, actually. Yeah, like people were reselling these for however much, and now people are just 3D printing them, and it's great. I... <laughs> yeah, people make a big deal about it at work too. But like, like my like the collection edition for Kakarot, dude. I had to like call in a favor from a, a store that's like an hour and a half away. Yeah, you call in a little a little sexual favor. Is that what it was? You out there giving like handies that. for some Dragon Balls? Hey, man. You rubbing some Dragon Balls? Make us make a little wish. I did have a wish. I had a, I had a request. Yeah, yeah. You making you making Shinron arise? Is that what you're doing? Hmm. I'm done. With that. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done he with sucked a dick for a collector's edition. Never that. Mm. Sometimes that. Sometimes <laughs> he, that. Mm. Sometimes that. Sound like a a, a damn uh, Minecraft villager. Hmm. I watched a video. Uh, some I, I watched a, a a YouTube video. The glory of YouTube's recommended that I never end up in, but somehow uh, you know I, I watch a fucking video about this. This guy beat Minecraft with a bucket. That was it. What? His fist. He didn't use any tools or anything. He beat Minecraft with a bucket. How's that even possible? Uh, it, it he did it. It was very possible. So the way he made, I was like, dude, how are you even gonna make the fucking like gate and shit that you need and he found a lava pit and then like formed the gate like out of the lava like with the water in the bucket like made the obsidian to go into the fucking to make the gate and everything i was like what the fuck yeah he did it some beat it with a bucket Some people just need something to do with their life man like that's that's rough look some people need the challenge of of doing that in Minecraft, okay? Me, I'm just trying to plan my meals for the week. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out, like, you know, some people are way ahead of me. I feel like either that or they just like they're doing that and then neglecting everything else. Because I can't, I can't fathom somebody being able to do all of that, like, 
have a normal day-to-day -day and then still be like, hmm, I bet I could beat Minecraft with a bucket. I bet I could do that shit. I can't. Uh, so, like, me personally, like, I've... I've never been that good at a game to be able to do something like, to, like, or I, I wouldn't say good because there's a lot of those challenges that people do that stuff and they're not very good. It's just they're very creative, right? Like I struggle in Fallout to, oh, I'm gonna be a a, a small pistols guy, and then I find a fat man, and I'm like, but I want to blow something up, and then like I get sidetracked, right? Like I struggle. Like with stuff like that, like uh, one of my favorite uh, YouTube channels when it comes to like Fallout and um, uh, Elder Scrolls content is Fudge Muppet. Have you ever watched them before? Yeah, yeah I've watched Fudge Muppet. They're, um, yeah. the, the, I, I love their builds and all that kind of stuff like that. But then I'm like, yo, I would love to do something like that. I could never do anything like that. Like, I'm not creative enough. Nor do I have like the, I guess you could call it the self-discipline to not be like, I'm done with this build and I'm going to pick up this sniper rifle and pop some heads off. It, for me, because I used to do that shit all the time in Skyrim and like, right. I, I can't do it in other games unless I have like, it's essentially a role play whenever you pick a specific build. It is a style of role playing, whether you get into like a voiced character and all this other shit. It's essentially a role play. Like you're role playing a right. fucking right. I don't know, a merchant that uses daggers and speech or something. I can't do that unless I have played the game enough to be bored with the game. Like right. that's where I started doing it with Skyrim where it was like, dude, I can play this this one way so many times where like <clears throat> I want to try something else and it's kind of like <clears throat> like I never really hit that point with Fallout. Like I kind of did, but not really. Like, Fallout, I still just, like, play through it, and, like, sometimes I'll try different builds, like, whether it's Sneak or whatever, but it's never, like, a... Right. Like, a, I'm gonna limit myself to the fucking rocket launcher. Like, not not the not the boom boom one, the one that just launches fucking junk. The, so, I... Whatever that shit I, is I, Honest called. to God, like, I was sitting back there and thinking, like, cause I, I told you um, that I've been having the sudden urge to play, like, Fallout or just an Ender Scrolls game, right? Like, because... Uh, I would love to go back to Oblivion at some point because I was loving Oblivion until I became a vampire. And then you told me that it's complete trash to get it off. So I'm like, cool. I'm just never playing this again. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, Oblivion, being a vampire ruined my very first Oblivion playthrough because I got that's trapped. What, yeah. Yep. That's what mine is, yeah. right? So like, cause I'm like, why am I always dying just randomly? You're like, uh, check this for me. And I checked, and you're like, yep, you're a vampire. And I was like, yeah. no. You get good stat bonuses, but it's like I literally got trapped because I was trespassing, and it was daytime, and I couldn't wait until nighttime. And like, I, yeah, I, I couldn't turn on. I mean, I was on console, so I didn't know how to turn on, like, you know, God mode or anything to fix it. Maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe you need to go back to your Oblivion playthrough and just console fix your fucking vampirism. You know what I mean? Just fucking... I'm sure there is a command for that on Oblivion, on PC. I'm sure. Just console fix it. Just be done with it. Just be like, fuck this, dude. I'm done. But yeah, it's it's annoying. But I, I was sitting there asking myself, like, what? Because I, there was one day, like, and I told you, like, I don't know what it was, dude. Like, I played Fallout 3 so much. And then finally I was like, fuck it. I'm, 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 I'm done. And I was, like, trying to think of myself, like, when was the moment that that happened, right? <laughs> and I think it literally was that 24-hour stream. Yeah, like, you not didn't want to play bathtub thing. Like, yeah, like, whatever. That sucks. But, like, because a lot of people are like, how did you play 
Fallout 3. And mind you, like that's still that was a pretty old game at the time. Um and I was like uh uh I yeah, no, just it's frustrating to even think about it. But um <laughs> like everybody was like how could you sit there and just play Fallout for however many hours and I was like because I love the game. And every time I went and played it again after that, it was like I was just kind of like I guess I was just over it. Yeah, right? you like, fucking ruined yourself. You, the problem though, you had a lot more struggles that I feel like were self-inflicted with that game in terms of uh, you were using mods and so you disabled your autosave and so like there was times where your game would crash and you'd go back like three hours. This was like during that 24-hour period and you'd go back yeah, like right. three hours. And so like that was your fault. Oh, 100%. I don't blame anybody for my shortcomings. It was it was all always me. Every bit of it was always me. But I just remember seeing you die a little inside every time that fucking thing would crash. You're like, fuck, when did I save? When did I save? When did I save? Yeah. Yeah, it was a very real struggle. Because I remember... Um, God, so funny. Um, I remember, like... A couple weeks ago and i was thinking about it and i was at work and i played the video and i just watched my face immediately just like i just immediately hit fuck it like when i died because i'm sitting there and i i load up where i was at and like i did like the squinty eye thing and i was like just put my head over my face and i was like i'm i'm never playing this again <laughs> because it was like six hours prior to like where i was at like how my stupid self made it six hours without dying like that's that's another thing to be had but <laughs> man i was that was that was that was something that was uh yeah that was uh i want to like i don't know I, i've been in this like urge to obviously just game but i am still searching because i for like a game that I can really like play every day. Like you have WoW. Yeah. Um, and like I still want to game. And like I love playing all these story games and everything. And I, I think I've been put in a great position with my stream to give me a great excuse to play through all these story games. Mm -hmm. But I want to do it all in one sitting. And that's usually not great for streaming, just because like my it's it's just pure hell on my voice, some of these games. Right. Um, especially if I'm reading a lot or whatever. And like, so I'm trying to find time to play like the story games kind of like off stream and then play something on stream. Like that was one of the best things about whenever I was only playing Skyrim on stream was I didn't have to think that whole portion of what to play on stream was right. just taken out of my hands. I was just like, fuck it. Dude, I'm gonna play Skyrim again. That was, that was fun. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna do that. And like, you know, the community loved it. So who's not going to say yes to more viewers right like it was great um but i'm still like searching for that because i feel like a lot of people have found it with like right now like escape from tarkov is like really big i have no interest in that game i really don't um i don't even watch much of it i see a lot of people playing it but like i i it's the only way i, I play it is if like i had somebody to play it with day in and day out like right every single day like i'm only gonna play this game if if i've got somebody with me solo that game looks fucking terrible to me I don't know. I know there's a lot of people that are probably like, but Tarkov's so awesome. That's cool. More power to you. It looks 
not fun for me. It looks like a lot of pain and slow pacing for very little payoff for me. But, like, I, I, I don't give a fuck if it's, like, if I wind up playing Kerbal Space Program every day. Like, if that's the game that makes me happy. I'm just, like, looking for a game that I can play, like, every day. And well, I told you, I, I, I was wanting that before WoW came along. And even WoW, like, I'm I'm excited for something to pull me away from WoW. Like, I, I enjoy playing it, don't get me wrong. But, like, I was telling you right before the stream started, like, it's definitely not, like, after WoW Classic is over, I don't enjoy WoW enough to be like, I'm going to, like, to, to, to retro or to retail WoW. Like, I don't enjoy the game that much. Yeah. Like, the game is fun. But like I, I would, I, I am definitely happy that I never got into this game um, as a kid. Like I, I I'm thoroughly, thoroughly appreciative of that. Myself. Um, it's just the game. It just it takes a lot of time. It just it just it takes a lot of time. Like that's that's the easy way to easiest way to put it is like uh, I was telling you last night I got. Um, some really awesome stuff in my raid, but like I've also been playing with this guild for God knows, like obviously since launch. Yeah. So I was like, you've got like I, hundreds I, of hours in the game, right? I've got, uh, so I'm actually AFKing, you know, battle zone right now. So let me, let me check real quick. <laughs> um, I have exactly. Uh, is too many a good answer well so this one character right because this was because you and i had played a lot before i even created this character Mm -hmm. but this character alone i have 31 days six hours 32 minutes and 27 seconds wow (laughs) and like that's not even counting like I had um, the actual Ice Stevie TV character on Bigglesworth that we had that we both got up to. I think I ended up getting up to like 25 or 30. Um, and I tried to server transfer when I was moving to this one, but they said I couldn't because it was a high pop going to a high pop. So they oh, wouldn't allow okay. it to happen. Um, um, but then I've got – there was the Alliance characters we created. There was the Hunter characters we created. So realistically, I probably have – 40 40 to 45 days in this game because i've also got three characters on this server i've got my mage i've got my uh my mage and my hunter because he's my mage for he's my gold maker and then my hunter makes all my potions so isn't that crazy to think about uh, how much you've played it just in this short span of time and rylan had like two years of in-game time well, he, so, he, had like, he had like 700 days or some shit. Well, so the thing that's crazy about that, right, is I... That sounds crazy in thought, but like if you were to tell me without me looking at that, that I've got almost 32 days played, I'd be like, nah, nah, there's no way. Right? Because like I don't... It doesn't feel that game just like eats to be that time long. And you don't even it, know it. It's what it is. Yeah. It, 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 eats, it eats away my time, like which is good and bad, right? Because you... Uh, anyone that knows me knows i have like i'm terrible with like just randomly spending money and doing things this game has literally made it so where like i have a savings i was gonna like, say it, that's, it why I haven't tried to, to, that's why i haven't tried to pull you away from it and given you a bunch of shit because i'm like he's not 
he's got some shit to do. Like, as weird and, like, as depressing as that shit fucking sounds, I'm like, this motherfucker has some shit to do for the first time in years, it feels like. He's got yeah. some shit that occupies his time to keep him fucking buying a, because, a boat or some shit like i don't know just <laughs> yeah like my dumbass sits there and goes to like micro center like oh let me go buy an rtx card why i don't know why not yeah like I, and, and i'm well well aware of it right so like yeah because jackson watches youtube videos and if jackson wants to go do something we'll go do something mm -hmm. right like it, it, it's one of those games where it doesn't consume my time to the point where i can't do anything yeah like I'm I'm blessed enough to be I'm blessed. Look, listen to me right now. Hashtag. I'm lucky enough to be, yeah. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm in a guild that like isn't super like super strict. Like oh you've got to be here now or you're g kicked or whatever. Like no everybody it's like a bunch of adults, and we're not trying to be like the best in the world. So it's like oh if you can't make it just post can't make it. But like like if real life stuff happens right like when my son was sick the other night. Um, or yeah, two nights ago. And I was telling them, like, I was like, Hey, when I randomly walk away from the mic, like I'm, I'm taking care of my son and like, we'd be like mid battle and I would get up and walk away. And like, everybody was just like, we were having fun and like laughing about it. It's like, that's made it a lot easier. Yeah. And I think another thing too, is like where I couldn't do it. Right. Is when you and I first started playing, I wanted to, I just wanted to slam my face against my desk because the RNG of this game is 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 so stupid yeah. and so frustrating that like once I learned uh, how to pull like Bisliss and there's a bunch of other warriors in the guild that like have played this for ten plus years. Once I found those, this game started becoming a lot more enjoyable because then it was like I don't have to go searching for a better weapon, right? Like I know where to go to get said better weapon. Mm -hmm. It's like um, all those people. I, that's why all those people were enjoying it when it first came out. It's because all those motherfuckers knew how to level and knew how to do shit and where to go to get shit. And so like it was our first experience, which is great. And I'm glad I experienced it, but I was over it. I really was. I was like, if I want to get fucked this hard, I will just go strap one on my wife, okay? I, I don't need this in my life right now. I don't. Because I would just kill thing after thing after thing, and it will never, it just never would drop what I wanted. It would never well, see, do what I wanted. And I was like, I can't take this. I can't do it. Well, and that's when it became enjoyable for me, right? It's like, because they would tell me, like, hey, because a lot of the videos I watched, like, you got to go get this axe. You got to go get it. And then, like, when I jumped in the like the guild, and they're like, "No, don't, don't, don't do that for a one percent drop. Like, instead, go here. You'll lose a little bit of stats, but you're not gonna hate your life yeah. afterwards, yeah. right? Like, and just stuff like that is like when this because um, one of the warriors that like that, that it was kind of funny. We were cracking with the guild, and um, we were uh, they called me the the warrior's name is Kant. Like he's probably played this game the longest out of all the warriors and they, they called me like his little protege uh, because like every time he like he is a friend of a friend of a friend mm -hmm. right um so like luke my good buddy luke from work um he was the one that got me in this guild his buddy austin which is one of the officers in the guild mm -hmm. um, has been playing with Kant for uh, shoot i don't know eight years eight or nine years and he's always played warrior, so like anytime any, like I've ever needed anything, they're like, "Oh, just ask Kent. He probably knows a workaround for something." Mm -hmm. And 
like he's the one I go to for everything. So like anytime like he sees me making like a stupid rotation, he's like, hey, don't do that. Do this instead. It'll make your life a lot more enjoyable. No. And he'll just like cut cut to the chase. He's like, you should be doing this. Like go here, not here. Gotcha. So like that's made the game a lot more enjoyable. But like when you and I were playing it, like it was fun to an extent, but not really. <laughs> it was, like it was fun it, for the experience because like we were playing it and everybody <clears throat> else was playing it and everybody was talking about it and that's what I wanted. I wanted the experience of like seeing a seeing a populated server, like being in it with like people talking in chat and like that's what I wanted more than anything because I definitely right. missed that wave of like wow and Which, I'm glad I know what it's like now. Well, and I think we got that part of it, right? Where it's like uh, we were part of the whole you gotta wait in line to collect this quest because there were so many people sitting there. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, like try to level up as fast as you can to get out of this this opening area because it's so much more popular. I think the I think the most crazy we had was when we rolled uh, Alliance characters. And I was a rogue and we were both... Uh, we Bro, were that both server was stupid. That opening area... <laughs> Yes, disgustingly populated, dude. Well, I think that was one of the first servers they actually shut down too. Oh, really? Because it it died off. Yeah, because a lot of people were doing what we were doing, which was, oh, I can't. Like, I'm not. This server doesn't have a queue, and they just kept they kept server jumping because Mm -hmm. um, of the queues. You just want to play, and yeah. um, So like that was like a a very real thing, and. but yeah, that was one of the first ones that went down because I remember like uh, they 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 sent me an email saying that they were going to be closing that server if I wanted to transfer off for free. I could, and I was like, I don't have a desire to run alliance. But the rogue was pretty fun, but I just didn't really care for the alliance that much. Um, yeah. But that was probably the most fun because like there was like what like ten falcors like at the start, which we kept cracking that I joke of Falcor. like, yeah, defender oh, of the man. alliance. I have, uh, what, what was it? I defeated the bloodfish at Jared's Landing. Yeah. And I braved the, the, fuck, what was it? The, God, oh, what's that, what's that mine called? The something deep mine. What was that shit called? I can't remember, bro. Like, fuck, I can't remember it either. I gotta rewatch the episode then. I gotta, I gotta watch the episode again. But see, like, that, that's, that to me is, like, what I had a lot of fun at. Cause, like, a lot of people were asking me the other night, uh, when I was in the, the Discord with them. They're like, if you could go back and do it again, would you? And I was like, nope. If I can go back and not play this game again, I probably would. Like, I'm saying that as someone that enjoys it. But, like, now that I've started and we're going into phase three, so we're, like, halfway through the game uh, starting February 12th, I was like, now I'm just gonna, I'm here to write it out, right? Yeah. Because, like, now I'm, I'm genuinely interested in – because, like, the guild that we're in is, is actually really, really good. Shout out, uh, protect the lumber. Um, but we're them. really good. Like, we're actually top, like, 200 in uh, – in the game as far as like speed clearing and stuff like that. And we don't try to like, we're not one of those uh, guilds that's like posting YouTube videos. Like, Oh, this is the fastest way to clear molten core. Oh yeah. Like, we just cool go in there. We're cool. I know. Well, no, we're just, we genuinely have fun. And it's like, uh, we are a bigger PVP guild. Uh, so we don't really care about that stuff that much, but like the stuff we're in doing now is so easy. Like I told you, like most of the time I jump on, I'm, my headphones aren't even on and I'm AFKing and I'm watching something with Jackson Wall. Like in the background, I am uh, just letting my my wolf run into battle so I can collect points. Yeah. Um, but like the, the new raid comes out on the 12th and like everybody's like, now's when the game starts getting hard. 
And I was like, now? Now's when it starts getting hard? I was like, I remember myself like three months ago wanting to punch my monitor because no, I kept dying. That's probably that same shit like in fucking school. Whenever you come from like middle school into high school and you're like, now's where shit gets serious. And then you go into like your freshman year of college and like, now's where you got to get serious. Like, well, so, and that's what uh, me and Cam were talking about too. He's like, dude, he's like, people keep panicking because of what it was when we played back then. And they're like, that's not what it is anymore, man. Like they're like, yeah. you never like back then you would have saw someone like rolling up and all like white gear. If like, that's what was the best that they had. And like now, like everyone's got those best in slot lists and stuff like that. So like everyone just, you get to a certain point where everyone in your class at your level is wearing the same stuff as you. Yeah. Right. So then it becomes like, okay, who, who's just the best one? Well, there's more resources right? so like, now too, for people to figure it out. Like how, how many people don't know how to do something and then just fucking Google it now compared to like what people used to do, which is run around and just be like, Oh, this is cool. Oh, I bet this would be cool. Yeah. Yep, and that's why like uh, it's why a couple of the officers were like, no, I don't think it's gonna be that hard. Like it was so hard then because no one, no one should have have been there and they were there. Yeah, but that's why they were making a big deal. Like uh, like one of the hardest bosses ever in history, um, Cthune. Um, they're they're trying to figure out if they're going to release, um, if they're going to release like the pre patch version of him, I guess, because I guess. He literally, before Patchy had never been beaten in it, like any list that you look at of hardest bosses ever um, in just any game, he always pops up because it, it had never been cleared. Um, so they're sitting there thinking, like, it, are they going to bring that version of him back? Because now that everybody's so much scaled higher levels and stuff like that, if uh, now someone's going to be able to face him, I was like, I don't know, that'd be kind of cool. Like, it's, hearing stuff like that excites me. Like, the game itself, dude, I got all my cool shit. Like, I don't. So do you do you just like play the shit or do you like because me whenever I'm not streaming I'm usually like I usually like have a movie or a show on or something and I'm watching something else and especially in that game where you're like like I feel like this is gonna sound really bad but I feel like a lot of that game is brain dead and I know that there's a lot of wow people that are like no it's not but like if you're not actively PvPing or something, I feel like a lot of it is like farming and like oh, AFK fucking yep. running or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's just not. Yeah, no, it's it's very brain dead. There's like literally, I would say, I, I at minimum, I play this game probably about four hours a day, right? I would probably say an hour of that is something I'm I'm actually playing because the rest, like, I'm not even having to look at my screen because you press the same three buttons as a warrior. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. And I could yeah. do that. I could do that without looking. Yeah. Right. Like, and I, I don't. I, I made it so where like everything's key binded. So like, I don't even really have to use my mouse at all for anything. Yeah. And uh, that's what. But like, I think that's also what's keeping me not hating this game is because like the farming. Like, I can do. I can get so much other shit done. Right. Like when I'm like uh, AFK farming uh, battlegrounds, which is the the PVP modes that I was telling you about. Um, I can literally just hit numbers lock, my character runs straight, and then I go do the dishes. <laughs> I'm that person that everyone keeps reporting because like I don't like I, I've got shit I gotta do. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be super try hard against something that like doesn't really matter. Like all I'm only doing it to get higher ranking so I can get better oh, PvP fuck. gear. <laughs> yeah, dude, like I get emails all the time that I've been reported. That's hilarious, dude. That's fucking now. Funny. Now, if I were to be banned, that's another story. That I would probably get kind of upset for. Have you like that to me? I I would stop playing the game if that happened. 
have you been like watching anything like while you're playing or no oh yeah um just catching up on some of the the shows uh rick and morty i caught back up on caught back up on south park um i didn't see the new i've been watching rick and morty i've been watching like random movies like completely random movies like uh uh shit what was it um like how random are you watching like british indie film random or are you watching like no, random in terms of like it was like, in theaters for like a week random n- not even that it's like older movies oh, right? okay. like i watched um there's one on netflix like i saw it and i'm like you know what i haven't seen this movie and god uh night of the roxbury that's I watched such that a good movie right but just like like movies that like if it's on i'll watch it but i don't you'll never catch me going to look for it like Kylie ever. showed me fucking that new show you or it's not really oh, new yeah, it's really it's old but the new season was out season two and she hadn't watched it so I didn't watch any of season one and I came into the show like three episodes into season two and I'm not gonna lie I had a completely different viewpoint than what she did I don't know if you've watched it at all I watched a couple opening episodes because that that show um that show is like everyone's obsessed with that show so i was like let me see what everyone's talking about it's definitely like something you'd have to watch with a like a female friend or a girlfriend well see that's what i thought that's what i thought i'm gonna this is what i was talking about with the viewpoint (laughs) that's what i thought i fucking i came in kylie asked me because i was i was doing shit and she was like i'm about to start season two of you i know you didn't see season one but there's a big recap do you want to watch it with me and i was like i got shit to do upstairs you know like i'm so I'm probably going to go work on that. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, like, we can watch something else. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like, you can watch that. Like, I know you like that show. Uh, I heard that show is a lot more appealing to a, like, female audience. I thought that that was, like, their target demographic. Boy, was I fucking wrong. Okay? Because whenever I got done with my shit upstairs, she had gotten, like, two or three episodes in. And I came downstairs and was just like, fuck it, dude. I'm going to... I'm going to sit down and watch the show with her because I'm not going to fuck up. I'm not going to make her turn her show off, right? It's just because I'm done with what I'm doing. So I sat I down there and she's like, was wrong. she's like, do you want to watch something else? So I was like, no, no, we just keep this on, whatever. And I got sucked in so fucking fast, but I had a completely different... I don't want to spoil season two for anybody that's listening, but I got sucked in so fucking fast. And the way... Like, the dude is a stalker. Like, just call it what it is he's, he's an obsessive stalker he sees oh, yeah. something and he, he sees somebody and he fixates on them and then he stalks them i had a completely different viewpoint because i didn't see the crazy in season one i only saw like the season two version of him which was a lot of him just trying to fix like a lot of mistakes from his past that's what more season two was was like he he did a bunch of crazy shit and now he's trying to like deal with the crazy shit that he did but he's trying to live like a normal kind of life and so i was like dude this guy's just a rant. he's just a dude man why can't why is he down on his luck like this and turn like he's tried to like kill people and shit <laughs> so it's like i had a completely different viewpoint kylie's like no he's fucking crazy like the dude the guy and i was like no he's just a normal guy like what the fuck like what do you mean cuz i didn't see the crazy at the right beginning. right and i was so yeah. fucked up by the end of the season because i didn't know how to feel about anything and it was like one of those things where like 
like a murder or something bad. It's like it's so it's, it's like how the the Anthony uh, Hernandez like made me feel like that whole stuff. Where I'm like, dude, I felt bad for him, but like in the back of your mind, you're like, he killed somebody though. He killed multiple people, didn't he? Right. Well, or he was he was like tied in with a bunch of shit. Like, well, he he was tied into like so. The, uh, sorry to spoil this Netflix documentary for anybody who hasn't seen it, but he was tied in for a murder of two people outside a nightclub. That was the one That's that the he one. Yeah, was yeah. found not guilty. Yeah. Um. But then there was the um. There was the. Uh, the sister-in-law's boyfriend that I think he did a hundred percent kill, like which is the first one, like the first, yeah, the friend of a friend that he killed. Um, that one I I thoroughly think that he had every bit of the one, the two outside the nightclub. I don't know, like the only real proof they had behind it was like a, a getaway car that like wasn't really like a getaway car, or they don't know if like if he was the one that fired the the, the shots or the the. The guy that was with him that is a known, like, drug dealer and all that kind of stuff, um, if he was the one that fired the shots because they were going back and forth on who actually did it. Um, Yeah, it was just, like, that's kind of how it was, though. It was, like, the way they spun it because it – the show very much resembles – I recognize this in the first episode. I asked Kyler, I was like, is this made by the same people that made Dexter? Because Dexter's a fantastic show. I really loved it. it. It went on a little long. Um, but like the early seasons of Dexter are fucking phenomenal and it's, it's told in, in almost the same way where like, he's got this internal voice where he's talking. He's this guy that's got this, these, these secrets that he's hiding, uh, you know, but he's trying to live this normal life on the outside. And then it even goes as far as like the way the camera angles work. It even looks like Dexter. And on top of that, he even hides shit in the wall. Like Dexter. Like, Dexter hides his fucking trophies, like, in the air conditioning that's in the wall and shit like that. Um, yeah. This guy hides shit in the wall, too. Like, it's the way, like... So, it's it just so much resembles Dexter. And, like, obviously, Dexter is a fucking... He's a psychopath who kills people, but he tries to kill, like, bad people, but he's still murdering right. people. So, it's like... <laughs> Why do I identify with this guy? It. Like, why do I yeah. feel like I'm, like, rooting for this guy that is just killing people? Yeah. And in that's, that you show, it's like, this dude is a fucking stalker. Why do I, like, why does he just feel like a normal guy? But it's the way they spin the kind of narrative and shit. And it's like, everybody's oh, yeah. picking on him. And it's like, everybody's perfectly sane around him. But, like, you've spent so much time looking at his life that you, like, feel bad for him, kind of. Yeah. Like, I think that is, to me, that's just a sign of great writing, right? Like, the the whole, the, the Ted Bundy documentary um, had a lot of that as well, that people got angry because they were trying, they said they were trying to glorify. They're, like, romanticizing him. Yeah, man. Like, but to me, like, after I watched that as well, I was like, hey, I just see that as great writing. Yeah, like they, clearly, yeah. if you're watching this and you don't know what happened, I think, um, I, I think that's a whole nother issue, right? But like, I knew of Ted Bundy, serial killer, all that kind of stuff. So going in, I knew he was a scumbag. But then you watch it, and you're like, you start to see some of the the things that like, I guess the mastermind that he was, um, and kind of like did that, um, the. 
Shit. What was the other one? What was the other one? The the other one that was on Hulu. Um, the sick girl and her mom was crazy. Oh, and... um, me and Kylie watched that in that thing in its entirety. We used to wait on the new episodes. It was the act. That's what it was. Yes. Right. So stuff like that. Right. Like where yeah, she killed somebody, but like you to be able to write a story on something that actually happened to create a narrative of maybe they're not so bad, but yet you still know they're bad. Like that, that to me is great writing. Darren Hernandez documentary was, it was, was amazing, right? Like, do I still think he's a scumbag? Absolutely. But then like you, for people to not question like with his whole thing of CTE. And then when they did the brain scan, like CTE has been like, they've been tied to like a lot of crazy stuff. Like they're saying now, like Antonio Brown might be a victim of CTE. I believe a hundred percent. He does. He's flipped so much, but anyways, but but that's what I'm saying. Right. But like you see something like that because they, they, they link that back to the Vontez perfect hit that completely laid him out in the playoffs a couple years ago. Before that situation, he was quiet. He was very humble. No one ever heard of him after that hit. He's literally like a completely different person. Yeah. And they're saying, like, the whole Aaron Hernandez thing was the same thing. And, like, to me, like, don't get me wrong. I don't think science is foolproof. But for people to not look at science and sit there and say, like, you can't sit there and say, that's not true to every part of science, right? Like, things happen for a reason. If if part of people's brains are missing. Well, they were talking about Junior Seau, like, whenever he shot himself in the chest and was like, look at my brain. Right, yeah, they he wanted, yeah, dude. And his brain was like man. a raisin. Like, it was, like, all shriveled yeah. up and fucked up and shit. Yep. So, like, to me, like, I think that is the part of those documentaries that that is true. Like, it truly baffles me, right? But I've always been trying to – I've always been a person to, like, have a very open mindset about a lot of things. And I try to see um, – because me and my Apple guy at work were sitting there talking about it. Like, I try to be the guy that – I care more about the conversation and less about the actual, the actual subject or the situation that's happening, right? Like – uh, I could be all for gay marriage and you could be completely against gay marriage, but I don't hate you nor will I disrespect you. I'm, I would listen to both sides of it. Right. Like I care about those conversation pieces. Um, which is why like, like Philip DeFranco, like for years I watched him because like, that's how he, I think, I think he's become a lot of clickbaity now, but like back when I first started watching him, like that's what it was is he was very big on i'm gonna throw this subject out here let's let's have a conversation about it yeah right without sitting there saying no you're wrong no you're wrong no you're stupid no you're dumb yeah like because that's what a lot of arguments turn into nowadays or it's it's my way of the highway or if you don't believe in what i believe in well then well then fuck you yeah right and like i that's never been my mindset like that's why I i stay very very quiet on social issues because i don't care like i care to a degree like, I think everybody should have their own opinion, but I think that should be where it's left. It is your op- opinion. Well, a lot of people put themselves in a, a lot of that in my personal, I guess, experience. A lot of that, like, I'm right, you're wrong, la, 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 la bullshit is, one, I feel like a lot of people seek out more conflict nowadays than they used to. I feel like before, obviously, the, the growth of social media, the growth, why the fuck can I talk? The growth of social media um conflict is one put in front of people and two i think people now search for it like with the they go and look for that drama or whatever whether it's because they're bored at work or they're bored at home or whatever i think it stems from boredom but it's i think people look for conflict to purposely disagree with people um and i think people also put themselves in like echo chambers really hard nowadays where like 
they don't even want to look at the other viewpoint. They want to take the other viewpoint and sweep it under the rug like it never existed rather than like exposing themselves to it and being like, okay, this exists. I don't like it, but it exists. A lot of people right. just want to take it and like push it away like it doesn't exist. And it's like, that's not the way you handle it. You have to recognize that it exists. You don't like it. And you can either try to change it or not change it, just leave it alone, whatever. But you have to realize that that exists. Right. That viewpoint exists. Like, there's a lot of people... I've talked about this before. There is a surprising number of people that that refuse to believe that racism exists in any way, shape, or form. They refuse. They don't, they don't want to look at it. They don't see it in their day-to-day -day life. And they just think it is absolutely ridiculous that that, uh, that that people are being still being oppressed in 2020. They think it's ridiculous. And it's like, you have to realize that that's still there. Just because you don't believe in it doesn't mean it's not... Right. Not around in, in other aspects. And that's what a lot of people like to do. They like to just block out issues rather than just accepting the fact that, like, they're there. You know? You have to acknowledge they're there. They, they just want to, like, sweep them under the rug and, and ignore them. And that's not even, even if, again, even if you don't want to talk about it, you have to realize it's there. You have to realize that, that, that shit exists and, and people put themselves in those echo chambers of like, everybody just agrees with them and they always think they're right. And they surround themselves by people that agree with them. I said that for a long time that like, that's the, the issue with a lot of like content creators, YouTubers and Twitch streamers that turn into those like assholes. Yeah. And it's because for years and years and years, they've just been flooded with people that just agree with them. And anybody that doesn't agree with them, they just ban or block out or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they don't they don't care. Right. They're right. You're wrong in every way, shape, and form. And then they turn into these fucking, like, they, they all, they're borderline, like, sociopathic with the way they, like, treat people and talk to people and act and shit. And it's like, well, years of thousands of people just saying yes to you all the fucking time like it's kind of hard it's like that childhood actor syndrome where like you get everything handed to you for so long that you just view the world that way like it warps your world view. You're like untouchable right yeah like it's the same shit and I, I think that's a lot of that's where a lot of those arguments come from of like the la 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 you know I'm right you're wrong like they've had a bunch of people tell them yes their whole life or they're for years they've they've had a bunch of people agree with them and tell them that they can do no wrong and then you know then they finally run into an issue that they thought didn't exist or like you know that people have been saying they're right about this whole time and then they're like what huh what do you mean i'm wrong what yeah it's terrible but that i mean you're 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 exactly right like when you you get to that point where you you're told that you're right about everything for so long, and then finally, like you you get in your own head of like, I know a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, the majority of people in life agree with me. Yeah. And in, right? in like when, reality, it's just a very very minute percentage that may or may not even agree with you. They could just be lying to you. They could just 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 to stay on your good side and support what you do because they like maybe I don't know. Maybe you're an amazing fucking Counter-Strike player, some shit like that, and you have a political view, but they love your Counter-Strike so much that they're going to be like, yeah, you know what, you're right. Now let's get back to what we were... Let's get back to the, the Counter-Strike or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you have people that will right. do that. They just support you. Like, a, you know, a lot of people 
I, I feel like that happens a lot with like athletes too, not just in like the esports world, but that happens a lot with athletes where people love an athlete so much because they're on their team and like they give them the benefit of the doubt. And then right. like that athlete turns out to, I don't know, have a different political stance or do some like awful shit. And then people still defend them because of what they did as an athlete. And it's like, like motherfuckers still go up to like, motherfuckers still talk about like OJ Simpson being like a hero of theirs. And it's like, really? Yeah, That's your you hero? Are, you are blind. <laughs> Anytime a dude writes a book that says, if I did it, yeah. <laughs> bro, like that is a, uh, that is him like whipping it out right in front of you. Be like, what are you going to do about yeah, it? Yeah. It's, it's so, I think people that get blinded is... by the fucking, the, I don't want to call it the celebrity effect or anything like that, but like that's almost kind of what it is. Like they get blinded by like they, they love what you do, as a profession or as an entertainer. They love what you do, and so they'll just agree with everything that you're saying. It happens a lot in comedy too. Like a lot of comedians, if they're performing in front of their own people, like in front of their own crowd, essentially, like people that have watched them for a long time, or like, um you know, they've promoted from their Instagram. People have followed them on Instagram and they promoted shows. And so a bunch of people that already follow them day to day on social media, buy tickets and they go to yeah. see them. That comedian can say just about anything and it'll be funny. Like, you know, they can be like, Oh, my feet smell and I shit my pants and people will giggle. It's, it's not that it's good material. It's just, it's their audience. It's that it's people that have followed them that like them. Uh, it, uh, Fucking Andrew Schultz was talking about it on a podcast very recently. The one with, uh, he was on Brendan Schaub's and Andrew Schultz did a, um, he was going, he did a spot at the comedy store for, and it was a benefit for, uh, how the fuck did they put it? I, I don't I, I don't even know. Like it was like developmentally disabled people, essentially. Right. It was a benefit for that. And like Joey Diaz was there and Bill Burr was there and so he's like, Yeah, sure, I'll do a spot, whatever. And it was apparently like Bill Burr's show. Like apparently like everybody was there to see Bill Burr and Andrew said uh -huh. he bombed super hard because he made a <laughs> he made a few insensitive jokes. I'll just leave it at that. He just made a few insensitive jokes to the wrong crowd and he said it was just crickets in in the room and joey diaz was like dude why'd you make that joke like you know it's a benefit for like like developmentally disabled people like why what oh, what is the no, deal like what what are you doing and andrew was like i didn't know that and he's like ah fuck it he's fine like because it's joey diaz oh, and he doesn't no. care but yeah that's what he closed with was like a joke and obviously like he uses different terminology i i i try not to use that word too much just because kylie you know works with people like that and she absolutely mm -hmm. It's the same reason I don't, same reason I don't say cunt. Like, I'm going to say it now, but it's the same reason I don't say cunt. It's because people, because Kylie fucking hates that word. Like, even when I'm real angry, I, I'd steer away from that word just because Kylie didn't like it. So I, I try to keep it, keep it away from that. But yeah, uh, but it was apparently a bunch of people there to see Bill Burr and he, they offered to, for him to do a spot and he went and did it. And it's the same effect. Like, I'm sure if maybe Bill Burr did a joke like that it probably would have went over a lot differently because people are there to see him. Like, Andrew right. Schultz to them is like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, who... And that, right. that happens a lot where... With, with comedians, where, like, you know, you have people that support you day-to-day -day or really loved what you did two years ago on fucking Netflix or something. You can get away with saying a lot of other just 
outlandish shit. shit. Yeah, you can. Yeah. That's just what it is. It's the same way with, with content creators. Like, motherfuckers might disagree with you, but they'll still give you the benefit of the doubt and still support you. Um, yeah, you're not gonna go. You're not gonna go to a comedian that you know is like it has a lot of racy jokes, and you're you're so left wing that like you could never laugh at something like that. I always I always try to like use. I mean, Andrew Schultz is a great example of that because I mean he's trying to pull things back away from like the PC movement a lot with comedy specifically, not in general, but just with comedy. Um, right and. But I always use Anthony Jeselnik as a as a good example of that, where like he makes dead baby jokes all the time, and like if you don't know Anthony Jeselnik, like obviously his fans are probably a you know they're they're into that more edgy humor, you know right. things like that. But if you just go to a show and Anthony Jeselnik gets up there and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's talking about like dead babies all the time and like shit like that. It's yeah. like it's like that shock comedy, but you don't know the person at all. Like, you just walked up into a random group of friends and start, start like, roasting people and saying some awful shit. Like, people are going to be like, what Where the fuck is this guy? It's the same effect. Like, it's just, I don't know. Very, uh, very much need to, like, know your audience in a sense. But also, I think uh, a lot of content creators, specifically YouTubers and Twitch streamers, need to kind of, like, check themselves a lot of the time and realize, oh, like, yeah. eh, you know, well, I'm a firm believer in in, in uh, context is everything, dude. I, I've always played that that position on that kind of stuff. But what I mean by that is, when I say content, is, uh, context is everything, right? Like exactly what you said. If you are at your show and this is what you're known for, right? So then someone wants to clip out one little part of your skit that like you're known for that skit yeah, and somebody doesn't even support you obviously the people Correct. That are doing that yeah like yeah. so cool oh, of course this joke is not for you then yeah. right um whether it's edgy and like w whatever it may be right no. like that's what it is but like also for that actor it is your job or the comedian it is your job to know the group in which you are speaking to yeah Right, like of know the context, like know the context, know the know the clientele, of the room, know know who's around, like that's part of your job as well. Because I don't, I, I don't even think it's like insensitive, right? Like if you're if you're at a banquet for troops, and you're cracking jokes on troops, right? Like it can either be yeah, it can either be relatable or it can be like this awful right. like shit, you know. Yep, uh, but once again, like I said, con like context matters. Like, but I do believe like everybody has their their independent rights to know the situation that they have then put themselves. Yeah, in. Yeah, and especially if like they paid money to go see somebody, you know, maybe it won't go over as well because motherfuckers paid money, and then you start like slinging some shit that they weren't expecting, I guess. But, right. Well, like Joe, I think it was I think it was Joe Coy. I think that's who it was that he did a it might not have been him actually now I'm now I'm, don't quote me on that but there was a comedian that I saw there was a, it was a YouTube thing um, popped up and he did a show that was like almost entirely made I, I believe of like Boston police officers and uh, like he was making like he made a few jokes about like you know cops shooting people and stuff like that and everybody thought it was funny but it was it was because of the way, like, 
it, it was the way he worded it and it was the way like you know it was very like it was a well put out joke it wasn't just like this blatant attack like there's one way to spin things to make it come off easier or make it come off right. funnier rather than just being like ah cops shoot people Mah! you know what i mean like that's not that's not what that's not the way to deliver something um right and you know it went it went over well whatever but i, I do think that you kind of like know your audience but also like you know you just gotta <laughs> i just think people the, the people that are uptight need to quit being so uptight and people that are too edgy just need to dial back a little bit just a little the bit reddit warriors fucking i'm not telling you to change everything that you are as a person and hell you don't have to listen to a single thing i'm saying right like you and i both have always been very open with our streams of like this is my stream like don't tell me what to be in my stream yeah but at the same time you know your limits to like what you should should or shouldn't do we live in a world of extremes though well, I 100%. I 100% agree. And Everything I don't even think... Either it's the best or the worst. A lot of people say that, like, it, it... Oh, people are changing and it hasn't always been this way. Well, yes, I believe that people are changing. I always feel like we've lived in a world of extremes. I mean, even if you want to go back, like, way back, you know, like, religious extremes. Motherfucker, do you know how many people have fucking died over a crusade to to yeah. Jerusalem, you know what I mean? To reclaim the Holy Land. You want to yeah. tell me that's not extreme? Yeah. That you marched thousands of people across fucking thousands of miles to to go and kill a bunch of people that you don't even know? Like that's you want to talk about extremes? We've always been extreme people, okay? Like we're all the way over here, or we're all the way over there. Like I try my best to live somewhere in the middle. I'm not saying I'm the best at it because there's some things that I probably just flat out disagree with. But I try to live somewhere in the middle, and I think slowly people are trying to live in the middle. But there's still so much of the extremes, and it's always been that way. It's always been like, I'm over here, well, you're way over here. It's just what I it think is. The, thing, the difference is like we now have the technology to put everyone on a platform, right? Like we, we live in an yeah, age everybody's where, got a voice. yeah, yeah, we live in a world where fucking not trying to throw shade on you or anything like that, right? But like. Four years ago, like you only really had your your Twitch channel, right? Which you were growing. Yeah. But like one video, one video changes everything, right? So yeah. like now, all of a sudden, everyone that says they adore you, like they're just becoming interested, right? So it's like, yeah, they had no idea. You, you and I, I talk about that too. Like they had no idea. Like we we live in a world with like I, I don't necessarily agree with the Paul brothers or anything like that, but like they have built themselves like that type of world based off of technology right so like yeah. 30 years ago these guys would have been nobody right they yeah. would have still been living in ohio like probably like doing a whole lot of nothing like a regular nine to five or something or, or right or, but like yeah. we live in the society where every and i think that that plays into the millennial like and gen z part of being the extremes is because that's all anyone ever wants to see is the extreme no one wants to see the person that's very subtle in the middle everyone wants to see the bigoted racist on tv because what is he going to say next what is she going to say next but yet everyone wants to see the left wing of like hey let's poke fun at that person holding the sign off of something crazy and ridiculous right well, people like, don't that like that is the world we live. People in. don't like fence sitting either. People don't like people that are like, you gotta have a side. Yeah, they they don't. It, but I will say though, there's a lot of people. People don't like people that don't know what they believe. So like, 
people always want to know how you feel about a certain subject. And if you don't give them a direct answer, then all of a sudden you're a fence sitter and you don't have principles. It's like, no, I just don't want you to fucking attack me over what I'm about to say. And right. that's what I said. Yeah. That's, that's why I've always, I've always, I've been the guy that's always been in the middle because I don't care. <laughs> right? I, I look at situations very, very differently. Yeah. Right. But like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't care what someone else has to say about a certain issue. Like, cool. That's awesome that you think that way. Cool. Let's vote about it. And whoever wins, wins. I've never been that, like, that crazy down your throat. Like, it's kind of funny because, uh, uh, someone I play WoW with and I'm very close with at work, like he's one of those extremists. And I'm like, Anthony, don't don't come over here with that stuff, dude. I don't care. I don't care. Like every day it's did you see this? Did you see that? Did you hear her? Did you hear this guy? I, I don't care, bro. I don't he's like, dude, you gotta care. Like like it is your it's your duty as a human being to care. And I was like, but I don't <laughs> like if it is not directly impacting my life right now or my son's life, I don't care. That's like, people say I, I that always... the people that don't care are just as bad as the people that disagree with them or do the do the awful yep. shit. And it's like, there's that weird philosophical shit that, like, there's no good and there's no evil. There just is. Like, right. there's... In, in the grand scheme of things, like, humans made up the idea of good and evil. Like, we did. Our brains... Yeah, we looked at something and was like, that's bad, and this is good. So if yep. you want to go into that weird, deep, philosophical fucking hole, like, there's there's no good, there's no evil, there just is. And that's the way the world is. And that's it's just the way people look at it and, you know, shit like that. So who are you to, to tell me how I'm supposed to feel about a certain topic or, or whatever? Like, I that's that's a whole rabbit hole that I don't no, want to go into, it, but... That's what yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've I've been I, and I've heard that too of like that you're just as bad for not caring. I'm like and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You, apparently you're not, but I, I'm okay with <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. I I can I can live happy knowing that I'm the guy. I'm that guy. I'm that I'm that guy that doesn't. That's just as bad as the people that do care. Yeah. But I just to me life's too short, man, to be stressing about stuff like that, man. Yeah, I fucking like I've, like I've always said that have more fun, be nice to people, don't be a scumbag. <laughs> Try to you try think to be there's a person. hard concept to live by, yeah. yeah. Not crazy hard concepts, like, but that's why I've always like claimed to be a very likable person, right? And it bothers me when someone like genuinely says like they don't like me, not because they don't like me, but it's like I've got to know why. And is it something I did wrong? <laughs> you like, need where it. did I mess up? <laughs> yeah, like because like as you know, like I don't keep a lot of people close in my life, so I don't care if we don't go hang out every day. But like for you to say you don't like somebody, but what did I do? You though? do care, but you don't. At the same time. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, that, yeah, <laughs> it's, dude, it's that fucked up world you live in where you're like, I don't give yeah. a fuck, but I kind of do, but only a little bit, but only about this one thing. But I really yeah, don't yeah. give a fuck. But I, but I don't care. If you ask me again, I'll tell you I don't care. <laughs> but hey, but why don't you like me though? <laughs> oh, shit. No, nah, that, that is 100% like spot on. Like I said, that's why I've, I've said numerous times to you. I never thought me and your, your wife would get along. And she's probably one of the closest people in my life to me. And But like her and I, like... I'd say her and I have a like a, almost polar opposites as far as like a lot of ideals. Yeah. But it's okay. And the difference is like I think we both know that and we're cool with that. Yeah. No. Except I, I stress her out because I'm a very unorganized human being and she can't stand that. Yeah. And the piece of shit in me laughs about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think frustrates her the most when you laugh oh, at yeah. things and she's like, 
fuck you. This because is serious. She, and you're like, well, because she knows I'm not irresponsible too. I think, which really digs at her. Like I've always been so independent and like, I've been adulting my whole life. Like literally since I was 17 years old, it's like, she knows that I know, <laughs> but I'm just like, ah, I'll get to it when she, I get to it. She told me the other day, she was like, I don't even remember what triggered this. Something triggered it. I don't know if maybe you text her or maybe I, I mentioned something, but she was like, for as attractive of a human being as he is, I could never date him. And I was like, <laughs> I just died laughing. I was like, I was like, really? And she was like, she's like, yeah. She's like, he's an attractive dude. Okay. Like he's, he's not fat. He's tall. He's, you know, good personality for the most part. Like, you know, she disagrees with some of the shit, right. but she was like, for the most oh, yeah, part, yeah, yeah. she was like, but I could never date him. There's no way. And I was like, you can put up with me, but you can't put up with him. She's like, oh, all day, all day. And I was just like, holy shit. I don't know what happened, but she was just like going in. We were like in the kitchen, like making dinner. So I don't know if you like text her or if maybe I mentioned something that like you did that was stupid or something. And she was like, I could never date him. I have no idea what happened. She's like, it's like that weird universe catch 22 where you have, you know, the looks, but you're also like, you just annoy the fuck out of me and i don't remember what the hell you did but she was like i can't yeah, do it no, I, haven't, I haven't talked to her in a while I but i but i could see that right but like to me like i think that that's what her not like why her and i's relationship is so good because like we there are times where i go a little extreme right and then when you text me I'm like cool time for me to dial it yeah. back a bit right yeah. but like I, I just but i think i also i give her reasons to stress which i think like she can sit there and say like it frustrates her right but i think it gives her purpose like she said she's such a caring human being that like she has to be caring for somebody which is okay yeah right that's that's who she is as a person right so like even if i gave her nothing to stress about yeah she would feel like i'm mad at you guys yeah. right yeah. like and that's that's not at all but like her i think her i think she struggles to understand your and i's relationship because most people do, right? Like how we became friends versus like how we just deal with a lot of things where like you'll voice your opinion, but yet you're not very, you're not that friend that's like, you're so stupid. Yeah. You're so stupid. You need to be doing this. You'll be like, bro, you're going to make a mistake. <laughs> hey, gonna, what'd you expect? You're like, going to fuck it up. <laughs> that's what I get. Like you're that guy that talks reason to me and you're like, well, but at the end of the day, do whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. Because, you know you can't can't make people do what you want and i think she's uh she likes to say that she's not the same as like her mom because they are different in like viewpoints but she her mom's a fixer so like her mom hears like maybe like i don't know like you know she had a bad day she's not feeling good like mentally whatever it is you know and her mom immediately tries to fix it by like saying like did you go to the gym did you do this did you do this she's like i didn't want a solution I wanted you to listen to my problems, but then she will do the same thing sometimes. Like she's a great listener, but she'll do the same thing sometimes. And like, she'll try to fix things for people all the time. Right. Not just, I'm not even talking about me. I'm talking about friends that are having issues. Like friends will call her and just dump all the shit on her. And she's like, okay. Yeah. Rather than being like, Hey, I can't really deal with this right now. Like I've got my, oh, own I know. you know, she can't, she has to be there to fix people. Like, yeah. other people and, and so. that's why like i only text her when i've done something good 
Like when I got my car insurance, I didn't text her every day saying, "Hey, I don't have car insurance." But I text her like, "Hey, I finally got car insurance! Yay!" <laughs> Just don't want to fucking stress her out. I'll be like, "You're killing right, because, my wife! Stop it!" Yeah, because because I know she does, dude. She wears that type of stress. But that's also why, like, I told her, like, I had nothing but love for her when when it came up to the the wedding. I was like, "But I stopped texting her because I can't text her without stressing her out." Yeah. Because of how I live my life, yeah. like. Like when she had that breaking point, and then like I got a little frustrated because I was like, I had the suit all along. I know, I and had it. I told it's her literally that. in my room. I told her that it's it's just yeah. But I mean, we got through it. We're fucking stronger people for it, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. it's just funny. It's just... Then she almost killed me on like the day before your wedding because I didn't book my room. Yeah. <laughs> well, nobody did. It wasn't just you. I told you like you were just the cherry on top of that shit cake. Like nobody fucking did. Like at least I had yeah. a like a, a, a miscommunication reason yeah. behind like what I did. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking. There was a whole shit, and there was a whole lot of other stuff that went into that. Um, like that wasn't just you. It was just you were there, and then on top of everything, like. <laughs> oh dude that was fun that was so fun god damn it yeah, I, your wife's your wife's awesome does she listen to these i don't think so i don't think she's a big podcast person um she might uh, for all i know maybe she's got a friend that listens to him or something but yeah as far as i know i don't think she does i picked up a lot of traction from work which is cool but like it's also I, a I bunch told, of people I, you like, work with yeah, but I don't mind, yeah. right? Like, so I always tell them, I'm like, hey, cool. I talk about a lot of things and a lot of people. Like, if you get offended, then just don't listen. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, even, I even told, like, my, my managers that and stuff like that. Because he's, su- he's super into podcasts. Like I said, he's the one that wants to create his own. And he was, like, uh, just asking about it and what do we talk about and stuff like that. And that, I think, is what frustrates people the most is when anytime they ask me, what do we talk about? And I said, whatever. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? There's got to be a topic. And I was like, nope. Yeah. I was like, last week we talked about boxing, UFC. Um, what else did we talk? Um, we talked about women, women in sports. <laughs> like, I was like, we, because like, I was like, we don't, we're not scripting anything. We don't necessarily care. Fucking, and, uh, it's, it was interesting because there was also so the new collective bargaining agreement just got signed for the WNBA and they got they got a pay increase they got more money um and uh fucking Akash Singh was talking about the WNBA and he like tore it to pieces just absolutely shit all over it because he was like because he, he he was basically saying like they don't make money he's like if you're an owner of an MB, a WNBA team you're essentially a charitable organization he was like it just just Oof. tore it to pieces Oof, uh Jesus but he Christ. was like because they were they were talking about a bunch of other shit but i was like i was like wow a lot of people really aren't, aren't a fan of the WNBA. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was just weird timing that we had just talked about that and then they signed that and then there's been a bunch of people like uh talking about the 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 new CBA and all, and all that shit. People happy but also some people that are like on the other side that are like meh, you know. Yeah, dude, they're they're at least 20 30 years away from being like even remotely close to anything. And I hate I hate that it's like that, but I mean, yeah. That's I don't see a lot of people having the same open mindset that both you and I have where at the end of the day, ticket sale. Well, I mean, like, it's again, it goes back to what grows a sport and what 
Paul's eyes, it is it is casual fans. Casual fans is what grows a sport because you can have hardcore fans, right? And they're gonna they're gonna watch the sport because they love the sport. But what grows it? What gets people to just randomly give tickets to a game to one of their friends or, or whatever? You know what I mean? It's casual fans, right? And your casual basketball fan is like, huh, jump high, dunk ball, good. <laughs> Woohoo! I love I love it. Woo! LeBron James, and it's like that's your casual NBA fan. As as bad as that is, they're they're you know. They have no idea who's still in the league. Some people still think Shaquille O'Neal plays, you know, and that's what I'm saying though. That's your casual fan. Your casual fan has to be marketed to, and that's we talked about that last week was the fucking the, the lack of marketing for it. And right, you know, I mean, it's it's like your casual fans in fucking UFC too. What does your casual fan want to see? They don't want to see wrestlers hug each other. They want to see fucking ham-fisted heavyweights knock each other the fuck out that's what they want to see and speak of the devil what sidebar yeah are you going to the fights in columbus and ghani's coming the i didn't even know there were fights in columbus we'll sidebar that conversation yeah they're coming to columbus in march oh then maybe we'll say that for francis and ganu and the guy that just knocked out alistair over him are the main event mm-hmm. and then cody garbrandt's fighting as well then maybe maybe i'll maybe i'll see if we can fucking swing that i gotta see though because march we got a wedding to go to in june so we'll have to see yeah we'll, we'll figure it out but like yeah because the, uh, the big group of us from work going and like everybody's like we're trying to figure out everyone so like we just place the order for the tickets and everybody's just going to give whoever's placing the order for the tickets money gotcha uh but no i no, you're exactly right though it's it's, it's, all, it's all about the marketing and the, like, the casual fan unfortunately but at the end of the day like Without those casual fans, like, are you really there to be able to do anything? I don't think so. No, and that's what I'm saying, though. That, that's who you need. You need those casual fans to essentially turn a profit as much as, like, you know, because your hardcore fans, like I said, you're always going to have people that just love UFC or love basketball or whatever it is. Right. But, like, the, the casual fan, the people that, that you can sell shit to, like, that maybe won't go to every event but they fill seats yep you know well not only that the, the casual fan is the one that tends to spend the most money too like oh like i'm, I'm here because i enjoy the the cons like I, I enjoy like uh i enjoy what i'm doing yeah oh i don't have a jersey let me buy this jersey yeah. oh that foam hand's pretty cool yeah. oh the food like i'm, I'm here for the food or, or whatever yeah. like those are the fans that let's call it what it is like bring in all the revenue yeah they, they fill seats and they, you know, and then they go and they might talk about it and be like, oh, yeah, I went to, I don't know, a fucking Sparks game or something like, you know, and people be like, oh, was it any good? And they'd be like, yeah, I had a good time. Then, you know, maybe that's, you know, word of mouth and shit like that. But that's that's who sells your tickets. That's who fucking, you know, what grows your sport is those casual fans, because then maybe some of those casual fans start to watch more. That's just what it is. It's what it's a way that's right. that shit works, you know, and. There's no marketing, but we talked about that last week, so we're not going to go into it. And we should probably just wrap this up right here. We went a little bit long, but that's okay. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching along. As always, you can find me on Twitter at the Lance. You can find Steven at iStevieTV on Twitter as well. Um, 
you can also if uh if you're watching or you're listening on a certain platform i as, as of right now i'm pretty sure we're approved across like everything whether it's apple podcasts or spotify just about anything that has a podcast whether it's an app too like we're on a bunch of apps now which i thought was really cool uh you can pretty much find it so uh for those of you that watch on youtube maybe you're just only interested in the the audio portion uh there's links down below to all the all the audio feeds and shit like that do you have anything steven no uh thank you very much as always for for watching thank you for anybody that's newly uh subscribed um we i'm hoping uh at some point here soon because uh, i'm kind of enjoying doing these consistent uh week by week uh podcasts um i would like to i mean we would like to step it up to possibly two days a week at some point um but we just gotta start not being lazy on mondays and actually get up and do something uh that works around your stream lance and then me just not being a complete buffoon but uh but no but thank you everybody um for listening uh or watching uh and as always take care everybody and enjoy your days bye everybody